Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Wednesday, December the 27th, 2023. It is a misty and foggy day in the 40-degree range here by the window in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. I went for a run earlier. It was misty and uh, not unpleasant. Went down to Red Hook, uh, ran through the newly expanded and renovated Red Hook Park that I think I mentioned before. So lots of really nice uh, turf fields to run on. Feels great. It's down by basically Ikea uh, at the end of Columbia Street. But anyway, um, yeah, it's been a couple of months since the last one. Certainly did not mean to go this long, but also things just got in the way. And uh, yeah, I'm rarely home alone. so where I have enough quiet and peace to uh, do this, although I did mention I was going to try and figure out a way to do it even when people are home, and I still should work on that. That would involve going to the basement, and then there would be, I would have to deal with the echo effect because it's so boomy down there, and then also uh, whenever the water heater turns on, which I can never predict when it does. But anyway, so it's been a couple of months, so I have a lot of things here, and I'm going to I don't even think I'm going to talk about books, which I've read a bunch. Uh, I'll save that for the next time. Or albums, which I've listened to a number of. I'm uh, just going to go and essentially reverse Cron and just talk about what's been going on. Uh, let's see. Well, we just had Christmas, of course. Um, what happened? Well, we are not traveling for Christmas, and that is for several reasons. One is that we were supposed to go to Hawaii to visit family there but it turns out our aunt that lives there is recovering from something it's hard to tell she's sick uh she's recovering but then again it seems like she hasn't even had the procedure yet it's unclear but that means no trip to Kaneohe for us this year which is a major bummer we've been looking forward to, to it for a year we haven't been there in seven years um it stinks, and that's a bummer. Then we were going to go to Cincinnati, but my mom had uh, extended her stay down in Mexico with her family. She's been there, uh, so um, we did not. We will not see her this Christmas. Uh, we'll see her. She'll be back soon, and we're going to see her um, when she gets back, uh, sometime January or February. And then, let's see. Um well, so what did we do Christmas? Well, we had uh, we exchanged gifts with um, our nieces and my brother and sister-in-law upstairs, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, the one item of note, I didn't get any spectacular things this year, which is fine, of course. Uh, the one item of note is um, my sister-in-law gave everybody clutch brand um, phone chargers uh, and they're really cool. I guess they're clutch because they're meant to be like a clutch mirror, like a makeup thing. They're that kind of size. And uh, so, um, but anyway, it uh, works well. It's nice to have. So I got that. Uh, let's see. And that's pretty much it. Got a sweater, which I'm going to exchange. Um, but yeah, we had a gift exchange on the 23rd. That is because my upstairs family was driving to Boston the next day. So um, we had gift exchange, and then we had a dinner 
upstairs where we just ordered Chinese food, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, our pals Eric and Debbie and their daughter Margot came over. Oh, and Eric's mom, who's in town. So we had a big, big dinner, uh, had some wine, and we played Just Dance and Mario Kart, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, so that was basically the big thing. I do want to mention that one incredibly fun Christmas thing that happened this year was that uh, our friend Chad and his wife Nancy, who live around the corner, had a Christmas caroling party at their house. And they have a they have a baby grand piano, which is great. So they hired uh, their music teacher there, meaning their son takes lessons as well as Chad himself. And their music teacher came over and played a bunch of carols, and there was like a stapled uh, photocopy sheet, or dittos as we used to call them in the 80s, of Christmas carol lyrics. And we just kept singing one after the other, and it was so much fun. And it's been a long time since I've sang songs like that with a bunch of people, uh, probably since I was in the choir in high school. Uh, So... A lot of fun. That's maybe my holiday highlight of the season was the Christmas caroling party at Chad and Nancy's. Uh, Other holiday things? Well, my younger niece, Sophie, uh, along with many other kids in this neighborhood, participated in the Cobble Hill Ballet production of The Nutcracker. Uh, The big performance every winter is um, actually not here in Cobble Hill, but in a uh, in Manhattan at the Tribeca Performing Arts Center. Uh, great show. Usually these shows are like, I'm impressed and I think it's pretty good. And then I, that's about it. But this one was, I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. Entertained as if I was seeing a proper show that people in the public that had no connection to these performers would have gone to see. Um, I mean, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't that good, but it was like, I loved it. I thoroughly thought it was fantastic <laughs> so I enjoyed it then afterwards we had a nice uh family dinner at uh Serafina on I guess it's Church or West Broadway and this you know restaurants just made up all decorated for the holidays it was such a magical magical evening uh let's see and then yeah moving backwards well I'll go through the shows I've seen in the last couple of months which I've seen a bunch um, so in reverse chronological order, there was an afternoon show at Littlefield on December 16th. Uh, this was actually the same day as the Nutcracker. I had to leave a few minutes early this show to make the Nutcracker. But uh, this was a, a party thrown by a guy that lives in the, here in the neighborhood named Jeff. <laughs> and uh, like he funded this party. So it was at Littlefield in the afternoon. And the lineup was Mates of State and then um verses and then girl school girl scout handbook which is a teenage uh girl band and they're excellent and the eilers set the san francisco kind of elephant six band that basically stopped playing 20 years ago but they have reunited here and there over the years um so that was a great show. The, uh, there was no list, and there was no tickets, and there was no publicity. It was just if you showed up at Littlefield that afternoon, it was assumed you knew the reason you were showing up, and it was fine to come on in. So it was a great time. Uh, got to see a lot of people I know that were randomly there. Uh, got to see uh, 
people that are in the Brooklyn music scene, New York music scene. I saw people I hadn't seen in many years, like my old editor, Adrian uh, Day, who lives here in the neighborhood, ran into her for the first time in 10 years. Well, actually not that long, but uh, Ira and Georgia and James from Yola Tango were there uh, just one day after their eight shows of Hanukkah (laughs) wrapped up. So that was a great, great set. Um, Girl Scout Handbook is one of them is the daughter of the other music record shop owners. Um, much much missed uh, other music and they did several originals which I very much enjoyed and several covers none of which I can remember right now Uh, oh they did a Spinane's cover I remember that Uh, they were really good so if you see Girl Scout handbook on a bill uh, don't roll your eyes or think it's just you know some kind of lame kids band because they were pretty awesome Uh, let's see so that was a great show. And so speaking of the Eilers set, the reason they were in town from California, from San Francisco, is that is that they were invited to play uh, night eight of Yola Tango's Eight Nights of Hanukkah at the Bowery Ballroom. So for a band that hadn't played in like eight years, I saw them twice in three days, uh, which was pretty cool. I didn't really know much about them before this, except knowing who they were and what their deal was. But I never got around to listening to them, and now I love them. So uh, that was a lot of fun. You'll also the Yola Tango show. Um, every year I try to make it to at least one Hanukkah night, and this year I went to night eight. And the Eiler set was great. David Cross was the comedian. Uh, he did his. If you've seen him at Yola Tango Hanukkah before, you are familiar with Ra- Rabbi Alvin Sugarman. He, his character is that he is Ira's uh, rabbi, and he takes questions about Judaism from the audience, and it was very enjoyable. Um, then Yola played. They were fantastic. Uh, I went by myself, by the way. I did run into a few people, but I was just basically by myself moving around the venue throughout the evening, and I just had a ball. And near the end of the show, uh, I, I found myself at the back of the Bowery Ballroom, with uh, leaning up against the right wall, if you know that little area, right to the right of the bar and also right near the back doors. And I was just leaning there, and the band had come out for the encore, and I was just sort of like, I, my eyes were semi-closed, and I was swaying back and forth. And all of a sudden, a guy walked by, and he said, hey, are you alone? And I kind of snapped out of my my reverie, and I just said, huh? And he's like, are you alone? I said, well, yeah. Then he took off his vip credential sticker and slammed it on my chest on my sweater and he said go upstairs and i was i paused for a moment because uh to be honest i was just kind of like lost in the music and he's like i'm serious go upstairs and then he left so i was like you know what i'm gonna go because it was kind of crowded back where i was so i went upstairs i strode confidently which is always the key in in these in these manners um, in these things i uh, matters i i strode confidently into the vip area with my sticker fully visible and i just watched the encore uh from the balcony the house right balcony and the encore included uh the eilers set the whole band on the first song i can't remember what it was and then the, the last few songs had vicky peterson from the bangles and her spouse john cowsill from the cowsills and they did a, a selection of jewish great songwriting greatest hits one of which was uh I'm Into Something Good, which is, of course, by Goffin and King, as made popular by Herman's Hermits. Um, They did something else that I can't remember right now. (laughs) And like every Hanukkah uh, run 
Yola Tango ended with Ira's mom coming out and singing My Little Corner of the World. Uh, she's very much getting on in years, so I hope this tradition continues uh, as long as it can. But such a great night. Uh, got home super fast because the subway gods were kind to me and an F train was arriving in one minute when I got down to the Delancey platform. So just a wonderful night. Uh, but that's not all I saw this month. I saw Madonna on her celebration tour. I have never seen Madonna. And when she announced this tour, like last spring or whenever it was, I told myself I was going to see it. And so I did. Uh, it was I don't know if these shows were postponed. You know, the fall tour was postponed, of course, because she had her uh, medical episode in the summer. But then she did this some Europe dates, and then she's in North America. And so when I went to Wednesday, December, oh, my gosh, what was it? Um, December 16th, like 7th or something at uh, the Barclays Center. It was the first night of her North American tour. So I went with my friend Pete who also just thought he would like to see Madonna. We bought tickets at 5.30 or 6 that night. Uh, they were available still on Ticketmaster. Even the show was said it was sold out. But we kind of, I mean, I don't know how they consider things sold out or what, but they must have released tickets. But there was a smattering of tickets around the venue at all price levels, and we happened to get a very good deal uh, back corner, back corner meaning facing the stage, though. Um, and... 130 bucks not bad and these were quite good seats so we went to the show the show time was 8 30 since this was the first show of the tour you, there's no like historical record of when she actually goes on so i had to guess and there was of course no information on the website or her social media or anything so it said showtime at 8 30 and there was no opener listed so i thought we should get there for 8 30 and if we're early we can hang out and have fun well as we're walking in, we hear, the, we hear uh, the usher say to the people in front of us, so there was a little bit of a delay, a technical delay. The DJ will be on at 9.30. So first of all, this is the first we're hearing of a DJ. Uh, and now we find out the DJ is not even coming on until 9.30. And uh, we sure did feel like a couple of rubes. But we thought, you know what? Let's. We had our beers, and we just like sat down. And a half-empty arena, it was still, you know, took a while to fill up. A half-empty brand-new arena, not brand-new, but 10-year-old arena is a pretty pleasant place to just sit with a friend and have a drink and kind of shoot the breeze. And also with the DJ there, um, or just music, it's like you don't even have to speak. You can go through several-minute lulls where you're checking your phone or just looking around. It's actually very nice. So the DJ comes on at 9.30. It's this DJ called DJ Honey uh, Dijon. Uh she is in her early 50s, it looks like, which is very inspiring. And uh, I thought she was fantastic. It was kind of like same tempo the whole time, but it's just kind of like house beats, and it was really good. And I looked her up on Instagram, and it turns out she's, of course, got hundreds of, of thousands of followers, so she's a big DJ deal. But great show. So then Madonna doesn't really come out till like, uh, oh my gosh, what's the name of the quote-unquote MC? Bob the Drag Lady? I drop Bob the Drag Queen? Comes out and does a five-minute intro, and then the Madonna show starts at like 10.50 or 10.55, like arena on a weeknight. So I had the day off the next day, so I guess I didn't really mind. But Madonna comes out, and at that point I'm on like my third red wine in a can, 
And I'm actually kind of feeling good. I'm just sitting back, just sitting down watching Madonna. And the stage like snaked out basically the whole floor of the arena. So it wasn't like we were at the other end of the arena from her. She was basically out in the middle the whole time. It was really great. Great show. Uh, she did a lot of hits. I, the, it was all meant to be a celebration of her four decades in music. It began with a movie film about her arriving in New York. Um, I guess a lot of her tours don't do this sort of nostalgia thing. They're very much of the album. It's a, of what the album the tours around it. So this was kind of a nice thing for me as my first Madonna show to see. So I loved it. Great show. It ended at one oh five. Uh, and we just walked home from there, speed walking. We made it back like probably I was like I was home by one thirty. It was like a 20, 20 minute walk, just speed walking from Atlantic and Flatbush. Great show. I recommend seeing Madonna. Oh, let's see. Other things I saw. Well, I get wild played some shows. Uh, we played at Littlefield on the second with our friends Dirty Cosmos. Um, it was a good show, a fun show. Um we ran into technical difficulties just because it took forever to get our stage set going and the sound wasn't great. It was kind of a bummer. Oh, and it was like 39 degrees and raining. So I think that sort of helped keep people away. But that said, the room had bodies in it. It was fun. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, we played a private party at our friend's... Uh, uh, we played a holiday party at our friend's recording studio, Reservoir, on 37th Street in the city. Um, great room. It used to be called Skyline Studios for decades. My friends, our friend Steve Sillette took it over with Thomas Bartlett and Nico Muley um, and Patrick Dillett a few years ago and renovated it and reopened it. Um, in its old uh, iteration, Skyline, uh, a lot of things were recorded there. A lot of Wu-Tang, a lot of uh, some of Cosmic Thing by the B-52s. Um, so cool studio, great party, a lot of fun. Um, a lot of fun seeing friends and hanging out. We played two small sets in the live room. It was recorded, which is great. That's the benefit of playing in a recording studio is, uh, you can, they said, Hey, we'll record you. So we have a pro recording of us now. So that's really nice. Uh, let's see. I get wild. Also in November, we played a colony in Woodstock <clears throat> with our friends, Roach and Collins opening yet again, Collins being Lee Collins, who is Levon Helm's grandson and Amy Helm's son. And he's a teenager, and he seems to be uh, a pillar of the Woodstock musical community. And he's a great guy. That was a fun show. And we played John and Peters in New Hope yet again. Uh, just a dirty dive bar, but fun to do once in a while. Um, both of those nights, by the way, uh, I chose to drive home. Uh, I, in Woodstock, I wasn't able to stay at the family's house because I... Uh, they weren't there i was told i could go stay there but i thought you know what i'm just going to drive back as opposed to waking up at 8 a.m and just driving back so it was very interesting to play two out of town gigs on a friday and saturday one in new hope pennsylvania and drive back and then one in woodstock and drive back uh it's it was kind of an unusual experience but it was a lot of fun uh it's been a while since i've driven by myself late at, at like one or two in the morning uh, on a multi-hour trip uh just listening to the radio the drive from New Hope, by the way, I will say without exaggeration, took me one hour and five minutes to get back to my neighborhood. Um, it is amazing what it's like to drive in New York City and the New York tri-state area when there is zero traffic on the roads. It's, um, <laughs> wow, things are not that far apart from each other. It's just that there's a lot of people here. 
So that was the I Get Wild shows. Let's see. Other concerts. Oh, John Langford and Sally Timms from the Mekons. Uh, they did their annual Christmas time uh, sing-along show. This one was at the Good Fork Pub in Red Hook on Van Brunt Street. They did two sets. It was uh, the Good Fork actually posted about it, but it was just like kind of a, one of those also, if you know, you know. And the Good Fork is a tiny little restaurant and bar. It was, it was, uh, I mean, I'm terrible with these square footage things, but it's, I mean, it's a tiny restaurant, tiny, tiny bar. And they played there. They sort of sat in the front corner. They had to push people back to give themselves a little room to even just play and sing. And they did two sets and it was fantastic. I went with, um, my friend, Eric, Pete was there. Let's see. David Goldstein was there who taped the show. The show's on the archive. If you want to look it up, um, friend brendan gill martin uh showed up uh let's see the aforementioned several times members of yola tango were there steve goulding of the mekons and also a neighbor here neighbor and graham parker in the rumor and also a neighbor here in the hood he was there great times that was a lot of fun i didn't stay for the second set because i had been out uh the previous few nights playing gigs and so i wanted to um get home and read to Oliver. We're in the midst of all of the Beverly Cleary Ramona books. And basically he's ready to read around nine or nine thirty, which is not always the most convenient time of the evening to read, uh, if you are someone that likes to go out to a lot of things. But I made it back for that and I thought, what a perfect night. I had dinner, I went out to an incredible little show special show, and then I made it back in time to read uh at bedtime. Great night. Uh let's see. Other shows. Oh my gosh, Bob Dylan. I saw Bob Dylan the night after Thanksgiving at the incredible and gorgeous Joseph Meyerhoff Symphony Hall in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, it is in the Midtown Belvedere section of Baltimore, basically probably a 10 or 15 minute walk north of the Inner Harbor and probably a 10 or 15 minute walk south of Baltimore Penn Station and Charles Village and stuff. Actually closer to Charles Village. Uh, what a show. So Dylan, this is the Rough and Rowdy Ways World Tour, which is set to end next year, I guess. But um, I got this seat. Uh, I didn't go to any of the New York, six area New York shows because I knew I was going to go see him in Baltimore because we'd be there for Thanksgiving. And this Symphony Hall was built in 1982, and it looks very much like those European modern symphony halls. It's like white and modern and beautiful. And anyway, highly recommend this place and highly recommend this Dylan tour. I sat in a balcony which had like individual swivel seats. So I just basically was sitting in a leisure chair the whole night. Uh, I had an unobstructed view because the seats, the rows are so steep and I brought binoculars. And so periodically I was peering through the binoculars and watching Bob Dylan, like basically five feet in front of me. It was amazing. And I was most interested in seeing what he did between songs, just like the directions he would give to the band seeing him turn the pages in his note sheet like he has like a laminated binder and he was turning pages just fascinating to watch um so yeah that was great let's see oh no there's even more shows um i saw depeche mode at madison square garden this is like late october uh scott devendorf uh got some nice seats through uh through the nationals like uh, agent i guess so it's like he he had an extra and he's like should do you want to go and I, i'm like absolutely so we went to depeche mode it was scott and liz and then also julie julie uh joined us 
uh, just before the show began. It was great. We had dinner at Turntable uh, Turntable Jazz uh, Fried Chicken in Koreatown and then went to the show. We had I, the best seats I've ever had at the Garden. Like, basically the <laughs> the front row of like the side section that's right at the edge of the stage. And uh, it was just fantastic. What an experience. Depeche Mode sounds so good right now. Uh, I would highly recommend seeing them these days. All of these legacy bands sound fantastic right now. I saw so many this year, and they all sound like a million bucks, like The Cure, Pavement. Pavement is, like, younger than a, a lot of these other ones, of course. But, yeah, anyway, great show. All right, that's it for shows. Let's uh, going to talk a bit just, oh, I saw a musical, a Broadway musical, Gutenberg the Musical, at the James Earl Jones Theater. Uh, that stars Josh Gad and this other guy that I can't remember right now, but they were both in Book of Mormon. Um, it was only an hour and 45 minutes. Are you kidding me? It was so great. Uh, I loved it. It was right next door to work. The whole reason we went is because, uh, this is a little long story, but at work we use WordPress and WordPress, uh, WordPress's publishing platform is made up of things they call Gutenberg blocks. Blocks are just content blocks to build your page, and they call their proprietary system Gutenberg. So as a joke, my my boss said earlier this year, we should go see Gutenberg the musical um, as, a, as an outing. And it was a joke, and it turned out that they bought the tickets, so we had, we had a, like a little, uh, like, partner lunch, and then we walked over and saw Gutenberg the musical. Really fun. Um, I recommend it. I think it's ending soon, as these things do. But yeah, I saw a musical for the first time in like 15 years. I think the last time one I saw was like Billy Elliot. Long time ago. And I'm looking down, and I think that's it. I'm just going to run through some restaurants I went to, because I went to a bunch lately in the last couple of months. Some like newly opened hotspots here in New York. Right here in the neighborhood, there's Untable, which is Thai very spicy Thai, high-end Thai, and I loved it. It's on Union at Carroll. So yeah, Untable was great. My friend Eric and I went for a lunch on one of my days off. I was just like, let's go to Untable for lunch. Let's see. Also went to La Roque, uh, the the snooty French restaurant um, that's in Rockefeller Center that opened. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I mean, it's like it's like a movie in there. It's like very high ceiling. It's in one of the Art Deco Rockefeller Center buildings. And the Mater D is just like looks down on everyone. I thought it was great. Went to Five Acres, which is from the Olmstead people. That's also in Rockefeller Center, but it's down in the concourse level because now the concourse level is all um, high end. And I like that too. I wouldn't really say one has to go out of their way for Five Acres, but it was pretty good. Um Good night. I went finally went to Good Night, which is the incredible, um, again high end Vietnamese place or Thai place. I think it's Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah, in uh, Woodstock, right across the street from Colony, where we always play, um, and just like a stone's throw from the very center of town there. Oh my gosh! Uh, of all of these restaurants, I think I I most highly recommend Good Night in Woodstock. Um. Let's see. Uh, Gus's Chop House, I finally made it to. It's been open a couple of years um, over here on Union uh, between Henry and Clinton. I love Gus's Chop House. I met my friend Matt Tyson for some cocktails, and then I got burgers to go to take home for the family. Um, Oh, and I want to put down Baccaro in 
on the Lower East Side on Division Street, which I didn't really eat at, but um, I did see, this is another show I forgot to mention before, Garcia Peoples played The Basement. Uh, this place is closed on Mondays, but in the basement they have private parties that the public is welcome to. And so my friend Bradley had his 50th birthday party down there, and Garcia Peoples played uh, a set. What a great night. Uh, so Bradley had a great birthday party, and then also my friend Eric had a great birthday party at uh, Talea, the upstairs room of Talea, uh, which is the former RIP, my beloved 61 local on Bergen Street um, here in the neighborhood. Talea is a brewery tap room, and he had his 50th birthday upstairs, and it was just a blast. And there's something about when you have a room full of fantastic people, three hours is not enough time to have a birthday party. That's all I got to say. Um, a lot of people, and I wish I could have talked to everyone a lot longer. So yeah, that's been the last two months. Birthday parties and shows and traveling, kind of, and um, eating and drinking. And that's about it. Okay, this has been episode 106 of the Conrad Life Report. Last one of 2023. Um, happy Hanukkah. Hope you had a happy Hanukkah. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope you are having a happy holiday. Happy New Year, and um, I will see you back here in 2024. Take care.